Did you hear that popping noise that just ascended to the heavens? I thought that was an interesting interlude or prelude, so I chose that one. Hi guys. Uh, we are going over November 5th's last teaching, just in case you couldn't come. And I do this so that you know you have this as a resource. You can look back on it, listen back on it, or you can share it or I have no idea. I don't really have any expectations and I feel really kind of stupid doing this. But I think that, you know, if it helps you and you listen to it and it works for you, then that's that's what this is about. It's about you. So we talked about grateful and graceful speech. Um, it was like Right after the election, obviously not the day after, but um, Pastor Jonathan, I think it was Pastor Jonathan, no, it was someone in the small group team sent out like an email that just went through this Bible study about how it's important to have graceful speech and how we need to be careful and responsible with our words. And it was just so, um, it just felt so timely that I had to share it with you guys. So we literally just talked about what the Bible says about our words and speech. And uh, yeah, so I'm just going to go over some uh, scriptures. And we also talked about um, trying to reach out to each other during the week. So like texting each other, calling each other, uh, just like I'm just encouraging you guys to build relationships with each other in the group. And I wanted to know who listened to the podcast, which nobody listened to the podcast, but that's okay. I listened to it at some point. Um, it, I asked a question, how have we done with reading and listening to the Bible more? So like, have you found yourself like getting a better habit? Like if you're not really reading the Bible as much, the challenge is to try to find ways to implement the word of God in your life that's easy for you right now. So like either you listen to it when you're getting ready with the version app or you listen to a podcast about God or you read like one scripture before bed or write a scripture on an index card and like put it across from you on the toilet like you're sitting there and you just got to read that verse. So I just want to challenge you guys to take steps to make it easier to read the Bible during the week. And the last thing is November 12th, we're having a little party this Thursday. We're having a little get together. I'm going to have pizza and prizes and we're joining up with Camilla, the other small group, which is like right next door to ours. And she's going to have games and we're going to have like little desserts. And also there's like three new girls interested in our group. So I'm meeting with them soon, really excited about that, and I see how God is like bringing all the the right people, um, and by right people I mean like, it seems like we all have something in common, aside from our love of the Lord, like God is bringing the perfect people into our group who can understand each other and we can build relationships with. Um, so it's just really exciting to see how God is like moving and I'm not always comfortable with the pace <laughs> because 
uh, I tend to enjoy um, like the same thing over and over again. Like I will order the same sandwich from a restaurant for like five years and then all of a sudden I'll be tired of it. That's the kind of person I am. So, okay. So anyways, digging into this, um, grace, grateful and graceful speech. And I'm just going to read off the scriptures and then like the little note with the scripture and then you can go back and read it yourself. Um, so Ephesians 4.29, we talked about like speaking with grace, um, speaking with kindness, Proverbs 15, verse 1 to 4, um, self-control with how we speak, Proverbs 11.9, uh, how our words can be sweet and healing to our body and soul, Proverbs 16.24. We talked about how careful... Um, sorry, how important it is to be careful about choosing topics now, especially with politics. Like it's easy to, um, bring something up and then it can start an argument or especially with the political tension in our country right now. Um, if it's not worth talking about, it's not helpful to the situation. It's not relevant. It's not going to help people grow to get closer to God. It's not going to help you. It's not going to build relationships. Just, you know, do like thumper. Like I forgot what his mom said. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all type of thing. Just how important it is for us to just choose carefully what we talk about. And it's almost like being guarded. Like we're almost protecting our heart when we, when we're protective of what comes out of our mouth, because like, let's say, for example, that I just decide to talk about whatever I feel like talking about whenever I feel like talking about. Well, eventually I'm going to rub somebody the wrong way. I'm going to say something stupid. I'm going to say something offensive and it's going to come back at me. You know, I might I might do that like five, six, seven times. And on the 10th time, I might get blasted by somebody. And the entire time I'm not getting blasted, I might be slowly eroding relationships or... Um, you know, somebody's considered smart when they hold their tongue because you don't really, you don't know what they're thinking. They're a mystery, like, ooh, what's going on in their mind? And there's, there's truth about that because you might think that they're being quiet because they're evaluating something or they have really deep thoughts they're not sharing when really they might just be being careful and there's something respectful about an individual who chooses their words carefully who thinks before they speak. And yeah, we're just, uh, you know, just encouraging you to, and myself and everyone who came to just be really careful, especially lately what you talk about, because it's, it's not worth stress. It's not worth division. And there's a time to stand up and, and to speak for what is right and what is true. And then there's a time to bite your tongue and say, okay, this is not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to not even literally not waste my breath, throw pearls to swine, or I'm just going to choose to guard my heart by um, not opening up dialogue that's going to turn sour, basically. Um, so we talked about our words are powerful. Um, you know, they have life and death in them. So Proverbs 18.21 our words can build up or tear down, which is really important. Like, 
if you're not using your words to build people up, uh, it's not that you're tearing them down. It's not like a juxtaposition or whatever. But basically our words should have purpose. So if I get into a political argument with somebody, what is the purpose of that? Am I trying to be right? Am I trying to change their mind? Am I trying to help them see what I think is the truth? Um, political arguments are usually just full of minefields. But um, I didn't really know where I was going with that. Building up or tearing down. You know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of our country is so divided right now that um, it's almost like like, okay, I told, the, I told the story in group about how right now I have a relationship that things, um, I'm di diametrically opposed to this, I have a relationship in my life and this person, um, it's a, a she, she is diametrically opposed to me politically and I've, I've avoided the conversation, I've tried not to bring it up and this person will say very, um, things that like irritate me things to like pick at me poke, like kind of gloat or pick a fight or you know she's um she's trying to get me somehow and she, this person goes off of emotion and I'm more of a logical person so if if I disagree with you on an issue or even let's just say pizza like okay what kind of pizza are we going to order well, you know, this person would say it's better to order a supreme pizza with peppers and meat and every, just a little smattering of everything because then people can pick it off and they don't like it. And then maybe I'm on the other side and I'm like, well, if you're going to choose something that's better for everybody, just choose cheese pizza because nobody has to pick anything off. If they have allergens, you're not, con you know, contaminating the pizza, blah, blah, blah. But what this person will do is the person I'm talking about in the story, they like to get very emotional and like, well, you know, you're, you're insulting my beliefs because I would never suggest anything that's going to make somebody allergic in my pizza. And it just turns into this big, there, no matter what I do, I can't find common ground with this person. I've tried logically. I've tried not bringing it up. I've tried avoiding it. And I realized that I've just been avoiding this person for like two, three months now because my relationship with this person has changed. It used to be like very happy and, and loving and we had a lot in common. And then once politics got into it, I swear it's like, it's like a rotted root. It just started like souring everything and infecting everything. And so I've been praying about it. And I came to realize, like, uh, you just, there are certain things that are unfruitful that, that don't produce fruit, and you have to, like, cut those things off. So I, I need to cut out talking about anything political, even if this person brings it up. I need to, like, refuse to go there because it's, it's unhealthy. It's a complete waste of time. All it does is, all it does is sow division between us. And I'm so grateful that God kind of showed me that that's what was going on because I don't want to lose this relationship over politics, over something I have very little control over. All I can do is vote 
Maybe I can harass a couple senators. I can pray for my country. That's really about all I can do. I can't control the powers that be. That's, that's in God's hands. And I do not want to let these people so far over my head in the, in the realm of power over this country to determine whether or not I have a good relationship with people in my life. I, I will not give over such a valuable thing to people who don't even really care about me. I don't know these people. I don't have to have coffee with Joe Biden and Trump every day. They're not banging on my door asking me how I can make your life better. I'm not going to hurt Biden's feelings or Trump's feelings if I don't talk about these issues. But I am going to hurt this person in my life's feelings if I talk about Trump or Biden. And you know what? That's They are not worth my peace of mind. They're not worth my relationships. Not one person on this planet is worth me risking relationships that mean that much to me by continually bringing it up. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's some things in life you just have to say, this is not worth it and, and determine what's really valuable. And that's why the Bible says we have to be so careful about what we talk about. Um, and that's, that's what this whole message is about is, is just encouraging you to be a little more guarded, to be, to think more before you speak and to have speech that's graceful and grateful. You know, you're, you're thankful or you're, you're giving grace to people who hear you. You're, you're sowing into their life in some way. There's fruit that comes out of the conversation. I don't know about you, but I absolutely hate small talk. I don't want to sit there and talk with somebody about the weather and also unless the weather's like fantastic like today it was really good um but I'm like a deep person I'm a very deep person if I can't talk to you about things that are not deep I don't have a close relationship with you I don't I don't assume that you're somebody that I can trust that I can open my heart up to if I can't open my heart up to you and that's okay we're not supposed to have like 1800 people that we can fight in you know if you have two or three really good friends or even one like you're golden you're in a really good place in life that you can trust that person with your heart um so anyways uh so we talked about be careful about choosing politics and our words are powerful there's life and death in our tongue proverbs 1821 our words can build up or tear down uh the Bible says that grumbling is contagious. Uh, that's, that's talked about in like Philippians 2, 12 through 15. Uh, Romans 15, 13. We can ask God for hope that bubbles over. So I think one of these verses is like out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you really want to kind of hear what's going on with yourself, just listen to what you're saying. And it's a, I, f- I found it to be a really good meter of where I'm at spiritually and emotionally by what's coming out of my mouth because I will think that I'm doing okay and then I'll stub my toe in the basement and scream a long string of expletives and then I'm like okay god and I've been honest with you guys in the group about this like I still struggle with swearing like that's something when I I used to be like this goody two-shoes Christian I didn't do anything wrong and then I got away from, I was like in an abusive relationship and I had nobody to talk to and I was so frustrated and I just started swearing privately. 
and then well you know what you do privately just eventually comes out publicly and sometimes I'll say something like something inappropriate like a, a swear word or something and I think I don't think anything of it and recently I've just been trying to for myself I want the respect I had for myself when I didn't when I chose better words you know I feel like I can talk freely without having to worry about a kid being around or a pastor which that's pretty bad if you're thinking like oh is pastor Jonathan around I'm talking like a trucker and uh it's funny like a lot of us in the group like there's a few few of you in the group who've who've said like I can't believe some of the stuff that's coming out of my mouth and you know, it, I'm just be grateful that you can hear yourself, that you, you recognize what's coming out of your mouth and that you want to change it because uh, sometimes we're at a place in life where we don't want to change it. We can't change it and we don't know how. And I think we're all at a place in life where we can change it. We want to change it. We want to be glorifying to God with what comes out of our mouth. We don't want unfruitful stuff coming out of our mouth. We don't want to waste time. We don't want to hurt other people. And we we have self-respect, like, you know, we want to be like a lady or we want to be like a Proverbs 31 woman or somebody who is honoring God with our speech. And that's, those are all beautiful things. And I don't know if I actually made the point I was making, so hopefully you can follow me. And then uh, somebody at Grace, I think it was like the small group leader in an email wrote, or maybe it was Pastor Jonathan, I don't remember. But somebody at Grace said, the election may be a subject that leads us down a path of conversation that's unfruitful and unpleasing to the Lord. I'm pretty sure that was Pastor Jonathan. And that's an awesome, like, that's just so simple and so perfect for right now. Like, this person that I called and I talked to about my relationship that I didn't want politics to come between us, Politics is unfruitful in our relationship, and it's to the point where it's producing rotten fruit that's giving us both an upset stomach. Sometimes we have to just say this is not working and cut stuff off. And talking about politics in this relationship doesn't work. And it's a good measuring stick to hold like our speech against like what is fruitful and what's unfruitful. Because I think there's even a verse that says, like, in the absence, there, basically, like, the more that you speak, the more you're kind of susceptible to say something, like, wrong. It's like the absence of, I can't remember what it is. That would have been good to bring that verse up, but the more that we talk, like, compulsively, incessantly, we over explain or we just don't bridle our tongue. We don't, we're not really careful. The more that we talk, the more likely we are to say something that's going to be unfruitful. And even if it's not, even if it's not unpleasing to the Lord, it's not in that category of cursing or just saying something divisive or gossipy. If it's not on, if it's not fruitful, what's the, like, what's the point? You know, like, what's the point of me doing this podcast if I'm just, if I would just talk about like what I ate that day on this podcast or like what I decided to wear or what I did that day, that'd be really completely unfruitful. 
would it be unpleasing to the Lord? Uh, not necessarily. Like, what does he care if I do a stupid podcast where I'm talking to myself? You know, so you, you could kind of argue the unpleasing thing, but we, we can all sense what's unfruitful in our life. Um, and it's a good measuring stick. Okay, so then the other one is Luke six forty three to 45. Um, look, at, look at your fruit and your mouth. Like, what is your heart saying? And then uh, that was it. We did prayer requests. We prayed together. If you have prayer requests, um, you can share it in the group or you can share it with me privately in a text or email or you can, you can call me anytime. We are going to read Lisa Whittle and um, we're going to read a book by Lisa Whittle. It's called Jesus Over Everything. It's a really cool book. It's like less than 200 pages. It's got that nice, like, soft book feel. Like, I like a book that feels like a little pillow, kind of. Um, you can get it on Kindle. You can get it from Prime for, like, $14. If you want to do the study and money's an issue, let me know. I'll just buy the book for you. And I know some of you are going through school and all sorts of other stuff, and you're just way too busy to add something else. And that's fine. Like, please... Uh, this is meant to be like a blessing on the side, something, not something that takes from you. So, um, I was just thinking if you do want to read it, but you don't have the time, we could always just share talking points. You know, we could, uh, we could bring something every week from the book that we, that really stood out to us aside from like the little independent study that we're going to have. And then, you know, you could get ministered to that way. So anyways, okay. So that was it. And I hope to see you guys on this upcoming Thursday. We're going to have So thanks for listening and I hope to see you soon. Okay, bye.